Hey, hey, homebodies, what's happening? It's your girl, Rachel Presser, the Toad Lady, coming at you live from the Bronx. And so before we get started, a little word from our sponsor, House Naturals. So House Naturals makes a whole variety of all-natural, vegan, non-GMO household cleaners that can clean anything, you know, from kitchens, you know, to mirrors, not mirrors, windows, other glass, stainless steel, you name it, House Naturals can clean it. Available at Target, Walmart, Amazon, and pretty much any any other, you know, deadly shrine to capitalism strewn across America. And now back to the show. And so today, I'm going to talk about, you know, all that baking we've been doing under quarantine. Because when I initially published this article a few months ago, there was no fucking flour and yeast anywhere to be found. It was kind of, you know, crazy for a, cu- for a couple weeks. You know, it was like... Some of, I don't know, some of, the, some of the crazy shit I remember, like, hearing about, you know, growing up in the late 80s, early 90s. Like, I remember, like, all that, you know, propaganda, you know, against the Soviet Union and how, like, you had to have ration cards for things. Like, you couldn't, like, buy stuff, like, you know, at certain stores. That's kind of what was going on here, actually, for a few weeks. Just because people kept panic buying and, like, casing the joint so that no one else could actually get stuff that they needed. It, you know, it was like it wasn't just like inconvenient. You know, it was just like downright evil. Like how people were just you know like hoarding all the shit, like freaking like dragons on cocaine or something. Like it was just really, really terrible. You know, um, here in the Bronx, like I actually found that getting flour wasn't too difficult. Um, getting certain types of bread was harder, but overall, like it wasn't as bad as it was in some areas. Like. Even just in other parts of the city, like, I remember, like, hearing from people on social media, and, you know, just, like, what, reading Gothamist articles, that, like, some said that, like, they couldn't get bread or flour for weeks, they were trying to order these things, and they weren't, no, they weren't, um, showing up as in stock on the website, you know, you're trying to order, like, from Target, or, like, from King Arthur Flour, or, um, like, I used uh, Nuts.com, like, I remember, like, they were, like, price-couching out the ass, um, for for flour, but I think they did before the pandemic. I love their stuff, don't get me wrong, but, like, some of their baking ingredients could just be so expensive, although it gets worse, because it is good quality. But, and, and yes, I totally caved in and bought, like, a doomsday prepper-sized box of flour from them, because I could not get it anywhere else. I'm at, yeah, it is, like, the middle of July, and I am actually, like, near the end of that box, because I was just, like, Pouring it into like this special container I have for flour. It came in this enormous plastic bag that like yo know, came in um, this heavy ass box and yeah. So <clears throat> I actually am really interested in alternative baking, not just alternative like you know lifestyle and culture, but alternative baking too, which would be things like you know baking without flour because some people like do have to actually you know bake without wheat flour because they have allergies or they're doing um, other special diets where they have to, you know, avoid wheat. And um, a site called Power Hungry, um, you know, is a site I particularly enjoy for finding those types of recipes. Like, I learned so much about how to make things, whether you're going to bake them or it's like a no big thing where you just pop it like in a muffin tin and then you're done. Like, I've actually learned a lot about working with um, different grains and with, like, different legumes, like chickpeas, uh, seeds, and different powders, um, you know, by looking at power-hungry recipes. And if you're 
Also, if things like diet talk and stuff upset you, Power Hungry is actually a great site for that because, like, she posts that information, you know, if, if you want it, it's there if you need it, but she doesn't get, like, in your face with, like, thinspo bullshit or anything of that stuff upsets you. So just a little heads up. Um, it's a wonderful website. I've learned a lot, you know, about about nutrition and about, like, alternatives to, you know, popular foods. Um, it's a great resource. Um, but if you still want to bake, you know, with, like, flour and other, like, more traditional ingredients, well, things have stabilized a bit. Like, I can easily find bread and flour, yeast and whatnot, and both in the local grocery stores in my neighborhood and also in the places I shop from online. Um, you know, things aren't, like, in, like, the crazy, you know, like, <clears throat> initial quarantine declaration like before. Um, but some places are still doing this. Um, like, if you have any local bakeries you'd like to support, um, <clears throat> they, they're actually a really great resource if you want to get things like eggs or butter, um, because some of them just actually, actually still have, you know, those things on hand. Maybe not the fresh ingredients so much, but, like, um, if you want to get things like flour, though, they actually may be willing and able to sell you some <coughs> because, though, know, they're not getting, you know, the sales volume that they normally would be getting and they have a lot of surplus and they'd rather sell it to a customer than have to, you know, take a loss on those ingredients and just let it all go bad. Like, I was actually reading about this bakery, you know, in San Francisco. Yeah, that was selling, like, all kinds of raw materials, like eggs, flour, um, sourdough starter. That's great if you don't have the patience to make a sourdough starter. If you could just buy some from a bakery. Um, like, the Panera by me was actually, like, also selling literal groceries, even, like, delivering them to some people in the Northeast Bronx. I was unfortunately outside of the zone for it. I was a little too far to the south for that, but um, I'm just saying it's an option. Um, especially if you, if you like me, are single and live alone, and like don't like buying, you know, too much fresh stuff because you know it's like gonna go bad before you can use it all. Oh yeah, it's a great <laughs> way to to just you know, to um, help businesses off offload these items. And then only be able to buy what you need. And then <clears throat> another, like, really neat alternative baking method um, is to use a non-yeast uh, raising agent if you're having trouble finding yeast. Um, baking powder and baking soda are two different things. They get confused for being the same ingredient, but think about how, like, a toad is a type of frog, but not all frogs are toads. That's kind of what's happening here. Um, you need to have baking soda in baking powder, but you can't actually, like, interchangeably use the two of them. And so that's because, like, baking soda is an alkali-raising um, yeah, agent, which is, like, means that it's basic. It needs, like, some kind of acid to make the batter rise, so you had to put, like, vinegar or lemon juice, like, you know, in that cake or muffin recipe, you know, to make, you know, the dough stick all puffy. Um, <clears throat> whereas, like, in, um, baking powder recipes, though, they actually, like, already have, you know, some kind of acid already in there. Like, you know, it's, it's actually all balanced out, and so it just needs, like, some moisture to make the magic happen, opposed to, like, you know, having to put in 
additional assets. And so <coughs> that's why it's really popular, like in some cake recipes, like especially like in cupcakes, you know, to give them that really like fluffy appearance. Um, or same for or same for quick breads. Like quick breads don't have yeast, so they're called quick breads because they rise, like you know, while they're in the oven because of the, that baking powder or the baking soda, like with acid, is getting the work done. And so there's actually yeah, some. <coughs> I, I linked it in the article, Bigger Boulder Baking, which is a great resource no matter what skill level you are with um, baking. <coughs> they have and they have a really cool recipe for for, like, for the savory quick bread that doesn't require any yeast. So if you don't have yeast on hand. You know, you can just go to town making this. Although, you actually can grow your own yeast if you have the right ingredients and if you have some patience. So, I saw a Twitter thread, which I linked in the article. Um, <coughs> um, there was a scientist who explained how you can, like, grow your own yeast. Um, he recommends using just a little flour, or if you don't have flour, like, something like crushed up bread or crackers will also work. Um, I need, like, some dried fruit, like, maybe, like, raisins, like, a dried apricot or, like, a prune, and some water. He also says you can use fresh fruit, but it has to be unwashed, and he doesn't recommend using, like, you know, unwashed fresh fruit in this current climate, unless, like, you grew it yourself, like, you know where it came from, so you have, like, an apple tree in your backyard or something, then you can use that, too, um, but don't, like, you know, go get, like, one from the grocery store and then go use it. And so it's kind of similar to making a sourdough starter. You know, you just, like, get, like, a nice big, you know, mason jar or any other jar with a lid, get the dried fruit, a couple tablespoons of water, you know, just slosh it around, then you get, you eyeball it, add, like, a similar mass of flour to the mixture, and then, or, yeah, if you're using, like, crumbs or anything else you got laying around, and then you just, like, mix it all together, you just leave it someplace warm, and then you'll see bubbles, and that means, like, it's eventually growing. But then you gotta give it a few days, just like you would with a sourdough starter. And then you keep adding the flour and water, just like a starter. And then, um, he also says you can use things like the dregs, like, in wine bottles, like, or beer bottles, um, that'll also work. Um, so yeah, it's kind of, like, really cool how, you know, we can, like, find this stuff out from scientists and real time you can actually like make your own wild yeast at home me i'd be a little hesitant to try that um just because i got these freaking annoying fruit flies in here time to time like i don't know what it is like normal it doesn't happen all the time but like i'll get like you know a bunch of bananas at the store and then like give it two days and these goddamn fruit flies are just everywhere and so i don't want to like give them an all-night buffet if you know what i mean but yeah, there's a whole, like, wide world of baking out there, you know, if you don't want to do the whole, you know, sourdough trend everyone else on Twitter and Instagram has been doing. Or if you don't want to just, like, yeah, bother with, like, you know, traditional baking ingredients. There's a whole wide world. I definitely recommend checking out Bigger Boulder Baking, because they also have um, Liv's Alternative Baking on the same channel, which has some pretty interesting stuff. Power Hungry is also a great resource if you want to learn more about that. And yeah, and let me know if you want me to, you know, post more uh, content about my particular, you know, culinary abominations or culinary adventures, depending on how it goes. So be sure to read more of them at homestratosphere.com. 
Give us a follow on Twitter at Homestragos, and I'll catch you again next time.